pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose. You didn't really think we were going to get rid of that, did you? Here's your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back. Roto-Grinders, Daily Fantasy Fix podcast for you on this Thursday. Dan Bach alongside you, helping you get set for this Thursday night in DFS Hoops. Big thanks to Fantasy Draft, as always, for their support of this show. Make sure you head on over there, make that deposit, and check out their March Mayhem contest. Last day to qualify for satellite seats tomorrow. Uh, it's their $50 three-entry max tournament. And again, all these prizes I talk about added value so we're talking about leaderboard points on top of your actual winnings for said contest. And if you finish on top of the leaderboard, that means a trip to Charlotte for courtside seats for a Hornets game, uh, Premier Golf, all expenses paid in terms of lodging and flight to get out there. So check it out. Uh, excited for the people over at Fantasy Draft, and I hope you give them a chance to earn your business here today. Uh, on the podcast, we'll get you set for a real quick Thursday slate in DFS. Want to talk a little bit more about a new game over on FanDuel and uh, what we've kind of seen happening over there lately, and uh, and a new sponsor on the show. A new, you know, we get the we get the title sponsor of Fantasy Draft, but we get the little smaller sponsors like Blue Apron or uh, Quicken Loans. We got a new one for you today. It's a good one, one that uh, I think we all indulge in from time to time. So we'll get to that here a little bit later. But thanks as always for being a part of what we do here at RotoGrinders.com. Uh, I always like to be. F- frank and upfront and uh you know transparent with my own game with you guys and I'm on hit a cold patch there's no doubt about it some of my hotter takes of the day have not always coming through and uh I you know Chris Paul yesterday LeBron the day before I didn't like um Paul I liked yesterday so I'm running a little bit cold here today just being honest with you now things can change quickly on a dime but uh we're gonna try and stick with our process and hopefully over the long haul it gets us where we want to be. So definitely wanted to, you know, let you know that, uh, hey, uh, not not firing at all cylinders right now in terms of my game. Hopefully there's something about the podcast that you're getting out of it that's helping you out, but that's just the way it goes. So definitely wanted to be open and honest with you guys on that front. Uh, but uh, before we get to Thursday Night in Hoops, I want to talk quickly about FanDuel. They got a new Beat the Score game on FanDuel, which is interesting because there was a site called Draft Day back in the day, and I say back in the day, it was probably like two, three years ago, uh, that did something similar to this, where they set a certain threshold, point threshold, and if you achieve that threshold, then you won, uh, you basically split the prize pool with everybody. Now, um, what they did back then was a little bit different. They had a really high point threshold, and then if people didn't make it, then they would kind of roll over to the next game, and therefore you you kind of had a, a 
pretty large pot kind of get built up for that. FanDuel is doing it a little bit differently. Yesterday, the scoring number was, what, 290 points. Um, and, you know, typically if you are scoring around 300, you got a pretty good lineup over there on FanDuel. You get into the 320s. And again, given on a, on a particular night, you know, that can change. If you got a guy going for 90 points, then, yeah, like you're going to have higher scores than, you know, if the highest point getter on the on the slate is is like 60 or 50. So, um, but the overall uh, idea around it is pretty cool. So, therefore, like yesterday, it was a $30,000 prize pool. Everybody who scored over 290 points got, you know, split that 30,000 evenly. I, I like the idea of it a lot. And, and major kudos going to FanDuel for kind of pushing the envelope on their game styles and game types and and not basically um, just doing the same boring type of games that they have always done. And I think, you know, the newer regime change they've had over there at FanDuel has uh, is definitely shown that they're willing to, you know, push the envelope on different game styles. And I like it and I think it's good. It's differentiating them from the competition. I think you can get even more creative with what they do. Um, my advice for them, though, was, and I know that, you know, a lot of DFS, especially from their perspective, is churn. You know, I say that, but I also, you know, it's it, in one respect, it's churn. But in the other respect, like, they run a lot of, like, $100,000 prize pools with $300,000 tournament uh, you know, with the entire tournament worth 300k, like that's like one third of the prize pool goes to one guy. Like for me, those are not good for the you know economy of DFS. Now I know people love to get the big score, and most of the people who are playing those tournaments um, are you know playing it for entertainment purposes. Purposes. Let me put in my five bucks. Maybe I win 100k. I get it. But I also think that each time you do that, you're taking so much money out of that ecosystem. It's kind of like the millionaire maker. You know, Fan DraftKings has there for for golf coming up, and it's three and a half million dollar prize pool with one million of that going to first place. Everybody loves to win a million bucks. Don't get me wrong, but man, people aren't going to be churning that mil that million dollars. Isn't going to churn now. I get it. There's the appeal that people have. I want to win a million dollars. I'm going to pay play my $20 entry. I get it. I know where they're coming from on that. But I think sometimes on these on these tournaments, more on FanDuel, just because they don't seem to have the gross number of players that, that DraftKings does, that they kind of strive to get to $100,000 payouts when I don't think it's really necessary. Uh, because I just, I'm not in love with the top-heavy payouts because, you know, we saw it even in that, what, Super Bowl tournament where, you know, they paid out a ton of money to uh, first place. It might even have been a million dollars to first place. If you finish 10th, you got like 10K or something like that. Like, that, that for me is, is not good and healthy in the grand scheme of things. Now, on the flip side, you know, and I'm going to be kind of like talking out of my other side here, but I don't really love the idea of turning a target game into kind of like a cash game type situation where, you know, you're kind of doubling your money on it because the target number is so low. Um, and I think the beauty of this game is that they can do it in a lot of different levels. They can do it high or they can do it low. So if you do it low, therefore more people are getting their money back, they're churning, you're raking more. I think it's more advantageous to the sites to do it that way. But as a player, I think it would be a little bit more exciting to have it on the higher end of the spectrum and uh, therefore um, you know, less people might win, but they're winning more money. Now again, 
I think there's a little bit different here when you're looking at like a $30,000 prize pool. If you make it a high total, even if you have, you know, uh, you know, 10 people, 10 people win, they're only winning like 3K. My math is correct there on that. So it's not like that 3K is an automatic withdrawal. People aren't aren't playing it through, but it's a lot better than potentially walking away with, um, I don't know, like $9.80 or whatever it might have been last night. So uh, I, I think that they can have fun with it. And the thing I've learned about, you know, all these new games is that they're willing to kind of, you know, pop them in and out like all over the place. Like they're not running the labs games every night. They're not running the the single sh- like uh, game games all the time. Um, but I hope that they listen to some of this feedback. I hope, I don't know. Do we think FanDuel listens to the show? Maybe. Uh, but I hope that they take that under consideration and, and kind of raise that up a little bit because people like to win a little bit more than just kind of double up in that side of things. But again, this is a new kind of idea for them. Maybe they want to make it easier for people to understand, make them think like, hey, this is a very winnable game. And they also add the caveat on there, which I found interesting, is if nobody wins it, then they refund your money, um, which is, you know, all right, I suppose. Um, but I also really like that idea of, you know, uh, rolling it over and, you know, having another high score game that next day and seeing how high we can get it. I remember draft day, had it up there pretty high for a while. And um, again, you only make it like a $1, $2 buy-in. So it's not, you know, super expensive or anything like that. But ultimately, you can potentially win a good chunk of money if you have that awesome, awesome score. So just an idea. And uh, I commend the people at FanDuel for taking those chances and love seeing that kind of innovation. And and who knows what's going to come on the horizon. We talked about the changes in baseball yesterday so uh they're continuing to do good stuff over there so uh props to them uh all right let's get to hoops tonight but before we do that i gotta thank our our new sponsor that's right buffalo wild wings it's that time again uh you gotta choose between basketball or golf or hockey and you can't choose because they're both on well you know what you're supposed to do we've got a solution for you it's buffalo wild wings rather than fill your living room with tvs come into b-dubs they've got hockey they got basketball they've got golf they got soccer each playing on dozens of screens so you don't have to choose and complete the trifecta and you can ensure that uh, you have access to all the sports foods you crave from our selection of America's favorite wings to any of our 21 signature sauces and seasonings to shareable favorites like cheddar cheese curds, fried pickles. You'll have everything you've ever wanted. But wait, we also got a variety of beers to quench your thirst. It's all the basketball, all the hockey, all the golf, all the soccer, all the food and the beer you want at Buffalo Wild Wings. Beer, wings, beer, sports. It's Buffalo Wild Wings. Drinks responsibly. There we go. Thanks to them. Jumping on the podcast. Smart people. Finding the demographic. People who like watching sports play fantasy sports. Go figure. Uh, But good job. Thanks to them. I might go there for lunch today just to support the new sponsor. I think you should do that too. Uh, All right. Let's get to hoops tonight. And a tidy little four-game slate for us. So this one should be pretty cut and dry to go through. I like to do a uh, position-by-position breakdown. So we'll start at the point guard spot. And we will use FanDuel as our point of reference here on the positions. And in terms of like the news today, a couple of guys are out. Josh Hart looks like he's going to miss for the Lakers. I think he busted his hand, so he's probably going to miss a little bit of time. Wayne Ellington appears to be doubtful for Miami tonight. 
And also, there's a chance Tyler Johnson does not play tonight either. The only team on the front end of a back-to-back tonight is the Minnesota Timberwolves. So, uh, just wanted to pass along that information. There you go. Need to know. Uh, Over at point guard today, uh, you know, I I think that this is going to be... I think a theme we're going to have today is maybe some Miami Heat players going against the Lakers. It's a tempo up game for them. A little bit thin, especially if Tyler Johnson would be out. So, you know, that's going to squarely put uh, Goran Dragic back into play for us. Um, And he got it done last game. Uh, 21 real-life points, 33 fantasy points at 6,100. He jumped up to 67 on FanDuel, uh, a 1K bump on DraftKings up to 7,400, and a $2,500 bump over on Fantasy Draft at 15K. So this is like a site play here. Um, I don't think I can go 15K on Fantasy Draft for Goran Dragic. As much as I want to, can't do it. Uh, On FanDuel at 67, yes. DraftKings on 74, might look elsewhere. Uh, just a really expensive number there. But he should be thrust in a few more minutes than we see normally. If Tyler Johnson's out, you could probably make the argument that that $7,400 number is is okay. I just can't see going 15K on Fantasy Draft right now. But FanDuel in particular, he's definitely popping as a play. I also think that Lonzo Ball, we can kind of go to him here today. You know, he, he uh, played 24 minutes in this last game against Atlanta. Uh, I think he could get into the 30s here today against uh, Miami with the likelihood that Josh Hart is going to miss. And he's definitely a guy who can, you know, we know about it, fill up the uh, the stat sheet. Rebounds, assists, probably not going to score a ton, but almost 36 fantasy points last game. And the salary only went up 100 on FanDuel. On DraftKings, it actually went down 100. On Fantasy Draft, we've got him at, what, 12-7, so a little bit more than last game. So I wouldn't be surprised to maybe even see him in that starting lineup. Both he and Isaiah Thomas, kind of intriguing options here just because of the potential to get more minutes. And, um, you know, Thomas... uh, 5400 is a good bit cheaper than Ball is on FanDuel. DraftKings 5100. Fantasy Draft at 109. I think I'd probably prefer Ball over him over there. Uh, but keep your eye on that little situation and and see uh, where we're at with things. Uh, if you're looking for a punt today, if you need to get in LeBron and Embiid, um, maybe TJ McConnell tonight. 3900 on FanDuel. 4K DraftKings 7400 on Fantasy Draft. He's pretty much locked in about 25 minutes plus, uh, or 24 minutes plus. And, you know, he's right around 0.8 fantasy points per minute, maybe. I'll have to double check and see what the exact numbers are. But certainly was close to that number last time. And I don't think he's going to kill your lineups here against the Cleveland team. That's still pretty dreadful defensively. So uh, he's not a cash game play, but, you know, if you're reaching for stars and scrubs, he's a path to get there. On the high end, Dame Lillard tonight. Um, just super steady gets Jeff Teague defense, which is not very good. Um, I mean, here's a perfect example. Like for 2,500 more, you can get Lillard over Dragic on fantasy draft. Yeah. I would probably find that money and play Lillard tonight, but, uh, he's not a must, uh, because I think this is a position that's fairly deep and we've got other positions that are not fairly deep. So, uh, that's the reason why I'd probably strain to get, uh, Strain off him in cash games today. Uh, George Hill, really nice game last time out. Um, two of his last four games, 29 and 44, obviously had an eight mixed in against San Antonio. Um, FanDuel bumped him up to 51. DraftKings only bumped him up 200 to 48. And Fantasy Draft has him at 92. So he's looking more like a fan draft or DraftKings play for you potentially tonight. 
All right, next on to shooting guard this evening, and uh, we're seeing Dwayne Wade's name came up, come up a good bit here. And obviously, if Ellington and Tyler Johnson are out, that's probably going to put more um, minutes towards him. I don't know if he's going to go much over that 25 to 28 number here. We saw him go big last game against Philly for almost 40 fantasy points. Uh, he's still cheap at 46 on FanDuel, 5K DraftKings, 9K on Fantasy Draft. His number actually... Uh, actually, only went up 600 over there after the last game. Um, my slight concern here is uh, I'm not sure we're going to see a huge uptick in minutes, but but like 16 shots against Philly in 25, 20 shots in 26 minutes against New Orleans, 13 in 22 minutes against Philly. Like he's going to get his shots up. Um, but if he's not making them, watch out. Because last game, he had one rebound, one assist, did give you three steals and a block, which helped. But when 10 of 16 shooting, more times than not, he's probably not going to do that. And what a what a guy who bailed himself out. I've never seen him, a guy bail himself out so much that last game where uh, Wade ended up, you know, fouled on a three-pointer. He makes all three to tie the game up, uh, makes the bonehead play of maybe the year, fouls, like intentionally fouls, Ben uh, Simmons, because he thought, oh, uh, we're either losing or we've got a foul to give. I don't know what it was, but that wasn't the case. So Simmons goes to the line, makes one of two. Uh, Minnesota or Miami comes down. And, you know, when you're down one point in the NBA, it makes all the sense in the world to try and score as quickly as possible. Because even if you miss, you can foul, get the ball back, and have one more possession to tie if they make their two free throws. If you wait till there's like one second left on the on on the uh, uh, on the clock, you miss your freaking toast. So you're really cutting off your ability to try and extend the game in that situation. So sure enough, Wade has the ball. Wade's dribbling around. Wade's letting the clock tick down. Gets down to about what two seconds left, and then he makes you know a jumper, not quite a prayer, but makes a jumper. And it was just an absolute, the only thing that that was right about that situation was that jumper falling in. He did everything else wrong. Everything. So, um, I don't know. We'll see if he can keep it going two games in a row, but probably going to be pretty chalky here tonight, I'd imagine. Uh, But he doesn't have to be. I mean, there's a lot of ways that we can go here. I think Andrew Wiggins against Portland is is certainly a fine bet to, to get to the 30 fantasy point threshold again. Big minutes, 37, 34, 36. Those are the last three games, and most of those have been without Jimmy Butler, so we know he's going to be on the floor an absolute ton. 13-9 on fantasy draft is his number there. I still don't hate J.J. Redick. He you know, seemingly finds his way into my lineups, and he doesn't usually kill them. 14 shot attempts against Miami last time, uh, last game. Had a wide-open look at the end to win that game, too. Uh, against Miami. So even when they had that final possession or whatnot, uh, Reddick was wide open, could have ended the game and, and completely missed it. But uh, not the worst play on FanDuel at 49. I don't think we want to go to 10K on FanDraft, uh, 52 on DraftKings with uh, multiple positional eligibility there. Uh, D'Angelo Russell today at 7,500. My worry with him is that that team is definitely getting healthy. But last game, you know, he went back to being the aggressive scorer we saw Previously, he gets Sacramento tonight on the road. Long travel here, I believe, as well, uh, going east coast to west coast. So that's somewhat concerning here. Um, 15-4 on fantasy drafts, all right. 75 on FanDuel, 73 on DraftKings. Probably reserve them for tournaments. Um, But uh, a guy I think we can put into our player pool. 
And CJ McCollum, I don't want to sleep on him either. Uh, certainly, it's been Damian Lillard here lately. I don't know if you really want to play those two guys together, but I suppose you could. But the shot attempts really, really there. I mean, 18, 24, 21, 26, 22. Those are the last five games for him. Not going to do a ton in the other categories, but uh, has you know pretty nice upside. I think the salary at 6,900 on DraftKings and 13K on Fantasy Draft in particular, pretty desirable tonight. Uh, okay, let's move on. Small forward, LeBron James. Uh, kind of learned last night, like, I guess we just don't worry about LeBron James in minutes and everything else because they just play for the moment and uh, they're going to wear him down again. He's going to get to the playoffs and he's going to have nothing left. But uh, they need him to play at a high level here, night in and night out, if they want to have a chance to win. So he's going to be really popular today, and I get it, and you probably should play him. Uh, but your alternatives are not great, which I think is going to drive more people to him. I think Bielitsa today is kind of a lock and load. Sacramento got, kind of gave us that production that we were looking for, and he's 5,800 on FanDuel, 53 on DraftKings, 10-4 on Fantasy Draft. Uh, where he gave you 33 fantasy points and you know, scored 12 real-life points, which I think he can actually better that. Seven boards, three assists. Now, the four steals, somewhat of an outlier, I suppose, but zero blocks. So I think if you rolled that over and said, you know, maybe four steals and blocks is an outlier, but three really isn't uh, if you combine the two together. So uh, I think what we saw last game is very doable for him again tonight. I think he's definitely a guy I want in my lineups. Uh, Josh Richardson, uh, his role is probably going to uh, pick up a little bit. I mean, talk about outliers, though. Four, five, and five. Those are his steals over the last three games. And he's gone for 26, 35, and 47 fantasy points. But again, the scoring might be uh, something that they need him to pick up here. Tempo is up against the Lakers, injuries. So 5,800 on DraftKings, uh, looking pretty decent on him tonight. Uh, that's probably all I'm looking at. Um, Harkless potentially at 4.1, but man, he just doesn't do a whole lot for you. I don't think you need to go there today. Um, yeah, I think you're probably playing LeBron with, uh, Bielitsa is probably the cash game option or Josh Richardson, or if you want to fade LeBron, Bielitsa, Josh Richardson, uh, you know, Brandon Ingram today, 7,400. Uh, he, he's coming off a monster game last time against Atlanta. Uh, 10 of 16 shooting, 10 boards, 6 assists, 3 blocks. Uh, a very Durantis game. Uh, can he do it back-to-back? -back? We'll see. Uh, I guess he's he's not unplayable tonight, but tempo down here a little bit for the Lakers. Okay, over to Power Forward next. Another pretty nasty-looking position today. Uh, peak behind the paywall means he's got Kelly Olenek in his core plays. I, I don't know if I can get behind that. I know he played 25 minutes in that first game. It is tempo up. He's usually around a fantasy point per minute, but I'm not just sold that that it's it's going to amount to him being the play on this slate at 4,500. I mean, he did score 18 fantasy points in that last game in 24 minutes. Um, and again, just what he did last game doesn't mean he's going to do it next time out, but... Uh, I think there's a case to kind of come up here a little bit and, and maybe make Ben Simmons more of a priority today at 9,500. It could be a, a positional scarcity thing. Coming off a bad game against Miami, but that's a real tempo down spot for him. Prior to that, he had been rock solid. And Cleveland, terrible on defense. Uh, he's cheaper than you know Embiid. And just looking at what we have elsewhere, I feel like paying up for Simmons might be 
the right move for us today. So uh, I think I'm probably going to make him a priority play in my lineups. But where are you going on the other spot? Again, there's not a lot, especially on FanDuel. Now, I think Zebo um, could be a guy to look at today. This Again, this isn't any sort of back-to-back situation, so I'm guessing he does play. You run the risk that he doesn't, but you know, 27 minutes or 28 minutes, 27 fantasy points, 6,100. Uh, given he's a bit more expensive than Olinick, but I think gives you much bigger upside with him. I think Nance Jr. is a, a guy who's, you know, kind of waiting for a, a breakout here at 5,800. Minutes were up last game against Brooklyn. He also got like two fouls in that game early on. Uh, I don't know if they sat him, but I was watching the game score, game uh, or the box scores because I can't watch every game in person. My wife would pretty much divorce me. But uh, I was watching the box scores on my phone, and I saw him pick up like two quick fouls. I was like, great. I got Larry Nance all over the place, two quick fouls. Uh, But at the end, he still gave you that double-double, 10 points, 10 rebounds, one assist, and a block. Uh, I've said it before. Osman, it's just a matter of time before he's just back riding the bench, and we see Nance in there. And he can slide over, play some center. Uh, if Tristan Thompson gets in foul trouble, there's just a lot of paths for him. So I like me some Larry Nance for sure tonight. Uh, Dario Saric at 7,100. Again, same kind of scenario here. I don't like, uh, you know, I think the upside stunted a little bit with Embiid in there. Uh, and the price hasn't come down enough. So probably not my favorite target for that reason tonight. Taj Gibson, I think we can consider today. Uh, two of the last four games. 38 and 44 fantasy points. Had a 26, which wouldn't kill you. A 14 against Houston kind of would. But, you know, minutes super steady for him in the mid-30s. Uh, uh, 5,700, really nice salary on DraftKings there. 11-1 on fantasy drafts. So I'm not sure that I'm on board with Kelly Olynyk tonight. Uh, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson at 6K. Again, slowly getting more minutes. Probably can't quite go there yet. Um, it's only, what, his third game back since... You know, missing about a month of work. Uh, maybe, if, you know, if he was a little bit cheaper, potentially. But, you know, fantasy draft 12 too. Forget about it. No thanks. All right, last spot for a center position tonight. And we get Whiteside versus the Lakers. Pace up spot. Do worry somewhat, um, you know, Brooke Lopez being more uh, a guy who doesn't, like, hang in the paint all that often how that's going to affect Whiteside. Now, the good news is that he's not in the game particularly long, so uh, that's beneficial. And I like the trends we've seen from him lately, over 30 minutes in two of the last four games. But those came against, you know, Philadelphia and New Orleans, against Anthony Davis and Joel Embiid. Um, Not sure that, you know, again, this is also, uh, this is a home game for them. They're good to go on that front. Um, just don't know if this matchup lends him to play those 33 minutes again. We still got him as one of the better values on the slate, um, projected at 28 minutes at 38 fantasy points. Uh, on the flip side, though, you know, Brooke Lopez could end up getting some shots in this one. We've got him projected at 23 fantasy points in uh, the 20 some odd minutes we've got him at, but I think he's going to get some three point looks here against Whiteside. But I'm not endorsing you to play him. I, I just can't do that. Um, I think the question is, who do you trust more, Randall or Whiteside? And I think right now the the answer for me is is Randall. This guy's just been absolutely money. It is pace down for them and pace up for Miami, so I get that argument. Um, but I still get nervous about Whiteside towards the end of games and whether or not Spo is going to trust him to be out there. So I'll give the slight edge to Randall. 
Um, you got Embiid and Towns on the high end. If I'm picking one of these guys, probably going to be Towns. Save a little bit of money. Let's see, 9600 on DraftKings versus Embiid's, uh, yeah, 10K. So he's 400 cheaper on DK and 200 cheaper on FanDuel. So I'll give the edge to Towns. I'm not saying you're doing it wrong if you go the other way around. Um, and that's kind of it. Not really. Willie Cauley-Stein's interesting in GPPs because nobody's going to play him. Brooklyn is dreadful down low. And I got to say this much about him. I mean, 20, 23, 22, 24. That's usage numbers for him. That's not bad for a center. And his field goal attempts, 13, 13, 14, 12, 16. Super consistent there. So I think he's a sharp GPP play tonight that not a lot of people are going to throw into their lineups because, well, nobody loves playing Willie Cauley-Stein, but he does fill up enough of the categories, blocks and steals. He's getting you a handful of those. And if he gets you those double-digit rebound games, we've seen 37, 46 fantasy points. So uh, and as an ownership play, I don't mind going there tonight. All right, we're done. Four-game slate in the books tomorrow. Travis Mangone has you covered on the Friday podcast. Again, you can find me on XM, 6 to 7 tonight. Grinders Live set up for you as well. And crunch time right before roster lock with Meansy and uh, Kevin Roth. If you've got feedback on this show or really anything happening at Roto-Grinders, feel free to send it my way, dan at rotogrinders.com. You can ping me on Twitter at dan underscore Bach. And uh, remember, premium subscribers, uh, if you're looking to give it a try, seven-day free trial on it. And uh, I think you'll enjoy you know, get the premium filters over there on Lineup HQ. Uh, you get the Crunch Time Show. You get the live blog, which SBK does, which is phenomenal. And remember, one price covers all of our sports that we have on the RG Premium umbrella. So that's uh, NHL, that's PGA. It will be MLB here starting in a month. So certainly the best bang for your buck. No reason to pay a couple hundred bucks per season when you can pay but $2.99 for all year long, and you get everything, including things like NFL, which is, you know, obviously a big, big deal a little bit later in the year. So uh, thanks so much for being a part of what we do here at Roto-Grinders. Thanks to Fantasy Draft, Buffalo Wild Wings, new little sponsor here. And uh, we'll be back on the show again tomorrow. Until then, good luck in your contest. We will see you. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right. Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's what, man. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.